0: Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension beef educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article from the October issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Assessing Temperament in Cattle Using Shoot Score, a New Learning Module. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by one of the co-authors, Dr. Ron Lewis, who's a University of Nebraska-Lincoln professor of animal breeding and genomics. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Lewis. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Well, Ron, before we talk about the topic that you wrote about for the October issue of the Beef Watch newsletter, this is the first time that we've had you on the Beef Watch podcast. Tell us a little more about yourself, your background, and your role there with the University of Nebraska.
1: Well, Aaron, I joined the University of Nebraska in the Department of Animal Science in January of 2014, um, but I'm a little longer in the tooth than that, uh, meaning that I've had the opportunity to work in some other places, spent oh, a good 15 years working abroad between Australia and the United Kingdom, uh, came back to Virginia Tech, which actually was my alma mater uh, for a good decade before enjoying the opportunity of coming here to Nebraska and the department. Uh, my research very, very quickly relates to both beef and sheep. I have a fair engagement in the sheep industry in the U.S., but I want to maybe make a comment or two about my interest on the beef side and how it relates to the article that we're going to visit about. Um, My area is in quantitative genetics, which means I'm interested in thinking about how we use information that we record on animals, their pedigree, uh, currently in the molecular revolution, we enjoy today some of the genomics, and gather that all together in some sensible way to help producers take decisions about animals that better fit their production system. And a lot of the work that I've done looks at the cow-calf component of the beef industry, very interested in how uh, a breed type or a genotype of a kind of beef cow impacts how they fit within a grazing system. A lot of my work has looked at that pasture animal relationship, some ideas on figuring out how one cow is more efficient than another. And this work that uh, we wrote up in this particular document relates to thinking holistically about that cow-calf system. And part of that is thinking a bit about the temperament of an animal.
0: Well, Ron, let's talk a little more about that. I think in the industry, it's recognized that temperament definitely does have an impact. It impacts uh, how cattle perform in the feed yard. It also impacts uh, reproductive efficiency. There's some data out there that would support that, that cows that tend to be more docile uh, also tend to have better reproductive rates in terms of breed up. But there's also some data out there that says that cows that are a little more protective of their calves Uh, maybe actually wean more calves. And so help us understand a little bit the the context in which you were looking at temperament. What was the goal of doing that? And just kind of walk us through some of the process you went through.
1: Aaron, all that is really very, very appropriate uh, in introduction to this. Um, Temperament is heritable, which means we can change it by making sensible selection decisions. But one of the key issues we need to think about for any trait, and temperament is one of them, is what is the balance? What is the right place to be for our operation? So if we're thinking about temperament and a cow that's out there grazing somewhere in the plains, having a degree of protectiveness is a good thing, as you've already mentioned. When we think about producing uh, steers and heifers that go into a feedlot, Having animals that are more docile in their temperament can be a real advantage. There's a fair bit of evidence showing that those animals grow better, they produce a higher quality of meat, they are less harsh on equipment, they're less harsh on people. Uh, so they deal with uh, safety issues for handlers as well as the well being of the animal. But we need to be careful whenever we go down these routes to think about what temperament fits the production system that we're on about. And that, that creates some challenges, trying to meet that optimum that fits different parts of the beef sector. But the trade is heritable, so we can indeed change it. And what our enthusiasm was, was to figure out a way, a straightforward way that a producer could use to evaluate temperament so they had a measure that they could work with. What one then decides to do, the benchmark temperament that one wants really needs to fit the system that that you're actually in.
0: So in light of that, Ron, share with us the model that you developed. How did that come together in terms of using a a benchmark system, a, a grid, so to speak, to be able to evaluate animals, score them, and then maybe able to take that information and think about selection decisions?
1: Well, what we did is took a really careful look at how reliable individuals with various levels of experience could be in uh, assigning a subjective measure of temperament. And we use what is called a shoot score. For those of you who might be involved with the Beef Improvement Federation, it is the kind of score that is recommended generally for the beef industry and it's used in a number of the genetic evaluations in beef cattle. But the scoring system involves uh, putting an animal in a chute, moving them on into the squeeze, but not squeezing them down. We do catch their head in the head gate, need to allow them the opportunity or the freedom to move when they are within within that uh, bit of equipment. And then we assign a visual evaluation from one Mean an animal that is docile all the way up to a six, which would be an individual that is aggressive. And the way those scores are assigned is based on descriptors. There's something called an ethogram that puts a series of words associated with these scores from one to six to provide somebody with some information on how to how to give the score. So what we did is we worked with a lot of cattle over a number of years, measured the same animal repeatedly to get a sense of how consistent our measurements could be. And we came up with a way to provide training to help individuals become a bit better at being consistent in their evaluation. And there's two parts of that. There's an idea called accuracy, and the other is called precision. Accuracy is really about how close someone is to a standard. So if you're new at doing a shoot score, and you give an evaluation, is it consistent with some, an individual or group of individuals who have a lot of experience with that, who are, you might say, professional at assigning these scores. So we're interested in accuracy, but we're also interested in precision. By precision, what what we mean is, if you score that same animal again, and it behaved in the same way, would you actually give it the same score? So our training looked at both aspects of those components of how one would evaluate the shoot score from one to six.
0: Ron, you took this information from your experience and, and actually developed a learning module that people can use to go and take a look at, look at how different animals would be scored based on this grid or ethogram that you set up and then be able to train themselves in terms of thinking about actually scoring their own animals in a way that would be consistent with that, and then being able to take that information and use it. Share a little more about what you developed and how that looks.
1: Absolutely. I want to give credit to two people, if I may, Aaron, because they were the key to this. Uh, Jamie Kortcher was a PhD student with me who was very engaged in the project. We also had an undergraduate student, Jessica Schmidt, who was part of what is called the UCARE, a research supported program on the uh, UNL campus, and they were intimately involved in this. So what we did to develop these tools is we uh, developed a program where we had 90 individuals who kindly volunteered with very different experience levels Uh, Both men and women, some from rural backgrounds, some beef cattle experience, some from urban backgrounds without any beef cattle experience. And we brought them in and we provided with them this ethogram for them to use and put in front of them a whole series of video recordings of cattle that had been confined within the squeeze and allowed them to apply this ethogram to their temperament. Then what we did is we brought all of them back to redo this, oh, about a week after that initial experience. But on a proportion of those, we provide some additional training. So we went through in detail to describe the ethogram, how it would be used and and applied. And both sets of individuals went ahead and did this evaluation. And what we had found is those individuals who had Training and it was fairly limited. It was a half an hour or so, became much more uh, proficient at providing the shoot scores. And so, the training information that's on the UNLB site has three components to it. There's an article that provides some background about why we might care about temperament in the first place, and the history, and how it's become important. There is a video, the video that we actually use to provide the training in the actual research that goes through and explains what the individual scores are and then thirdly we have a series of uh, audio visuals if i may that someone can look at Assigned to them are the scores that would be given to that particular heifer and they can then practice to get a sense of how I might do this and then apply it in their own operation
0: anything else ron you think producers should know and understand about this module and training tool as they think about how they might utilize it in their own operation
1: temperament is important in our beef industry and having a consistent and relatively straightforward way to go about evaluating it is important by being consistent with your neighbor you have a common language to describe temperament in your operation and and for your neighbor to describe theirs. Shoot score that is being used in genetic evaluation. Individuals can get expected progeny differences or EPDs on bulls that they're thinking about using that have this evaluation of their docility, and they can use that to affect the temperament of their overall herd. So it can be used effectively in bull selection and equally so in commercial operations when individuals are evaluating their animals as they come through making replacement decisions on the female side, they can take a look, evaluate the temperament of their potential heifer replacements and use that as they decide how they wanna move forward with their herd. So it's very valuable in that way and having a a subjective, straightforward methodology that one can use to make good decisions about their own operations.
0: Anything else you'd like to highlight on this topic, Ron, as we point towards wrapping this up?
1: The one thing is when should we measure? And what we have found is a good time to evaluate temperament is early on when an animal hasn't had a lot of experience with being managed. Uh, So early times, you know, a, a weaned, heifer or bull calf as they're coming through the chute would be a good time to get that done. We learned that with calm handling of cattle, we can actually affect what that docility or temperament score is. And so if you want a uh, early measurement that really shows an animal's uh, temperament before they've become accustomed to being managed, we would recommend that you do it relatively early in their life before they've had the chance to acclimate or habituate to being handled.
0: Thanks again for joining me today, Dr. Lewis.
1: Thanks, Aaron, for having
0: me. For more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.ed website. At the website, you can find the learning module that was discussed in today's conversation.